Oh, it's the end of the week, finally. Friday, September 17th, 2021. I know you guys probably aren't heading into vacation, but I am. Uh, it's kind of funny that people were talking about their uh, work allocations for the next week, the weekend, or for the next week. I'm like, hey, why haven't I gotten... Oh, I know why I'm not, because I'm on vacation now. And the only reason I'm taking vacation is because, according to my contract, I either use it or lose it, basically. So uh, I take the week, and I don't have to take off so much time, but... Since there are, what, so next, this weekend is, um, what do you call it, uh, mid-autumn festival, so there's no work starting on Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, nothing's available anyway, then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is my, my actual vacation, and then after that, uh, since I don't normally work in on the weekends anyway, Saturday, Sunday, that leaves Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which brings us to the end of September, I believe. And that there is uh, National Day break after, so starting October 1st. And I think the company actually takes only three or four days off. I think that's the national requirement. But if people take off seven days, or it's actually 10 days that uh, is made available for people to sort of travel around, um, that takes me into the middle of October. So, and I was planning to uh, be out of town, so I just basically made myself unavailable until the middle of uh, October, which is my next set of like sort of annual vacation days in the middle of October. So it just so happens that I had four weeks off, um, which is sort of disappointing that I'm not able to travel very freely, especially outside of the country. This would have been the time that I would normally, uh, that I would try to get back to Canada, uh, if not for Christmas instead. But I've been hearing stories again, you know, it's, it's easy to get out of China it's difficult to get back in. I mentioned a couple weeks ago about, about my Cambodia, the, my Chinese teacher, my former Chinese teacher who's now in Cambodia, and she's like, yeah, it's it's tough to get a flight back in. Uh, if you do get one, it might get canceled. So it's uh, it's easy to get out, but then uh, trying to get back in, you're facing any sort of amount of delays, which is fine if you're sitting at home. Or like your your second home or your family's home and you're waiting. But if all of a sudden you land in, oh, I don't know, let's pick a city, Amsterdam, and you can't leave, and now you're paying for a hotel or a, even a hostel bed or staying on the street, the weather's okay right now, but, you know, any much any much more time spent in, in limbo, it, it, you know, your costs add up. And keep in mind, I mean, if you're not working online or something, then it gets difficult to sort of keep the, uh, um, the the cash flow going so anyways uh but there is the reason i picked amsterdam because there is some guy i know who's stuck in amsterdam right now waiting for a flight to come back to china and i was wondering why more people aren't doing like the dipsy doodle route of like flying to one place flying to another like just following the open borders um i Remember, I talked to uh, Denny Gowen on my podcast, and he was saying that he basically did this, is that he just went through all the open borders, uh, or any border that would let him through, basically, and that's why he ended up in South Korea and then in Georgia. But uh, I'm not sure, I, if you have a final destination, which is China, how much time and how much money do you want to spend on flying, or is it cheaper just to sit and wait until the borders open for whatever reason. So, yeah, it's it still doesn't seem like it's very safe. Watch, I'll, I'll tell you, isn't this protectionism by another name? What else could you call it? I mean, you can call it a pandemic, but still, 
this is protectionism. It's, it's like, why is why are things still locked down two years later with all the modern science and technology? Ugh, I'm getting flustered. Anyway, uh, did not get much Chinese done today. Uh, it's not because of the uh, protectionism. It's because had to go into work today. And we actually uh, met with clients today face-to-face, which was uh, nice because uh, we don't do that very often. But uh, even still, um, busy all day with uh, with work. I get home and uh, uh, one of my new neighbors uh, was, she's like, do you want to go for dinner? I'm like, well, no, I got to work out. So I'm like, well, you can come with me. Uh, but today we got to do like a weighted run and we got to do pull-ups and then I use a, a, a steel club now for some swings. Uh, she's like, okay, I'll join you. I'm like, what? Why? Uh, she didn't uh, do the whole workout. <laughs> she got uh, about a couple laps in anyway. But uh, yeah, so, and then I was, uh, we were talking and she was asking me why I, I study so many different things. And I, I told her I, was, I normally do Russian on Friday nights. And it really I have thought of this before, but I'd never really had to explain myself before, and I really don't care to, to tell you the truth. But there are a few reasons why I do, especially here on this audio blog. You'll see me, you hear me, hear me talking about quite a few things. The same with my website, which started out as a travel website, uh, or just a method to track all my my travels around the world. But it sort of morphed because I do have so many interests. That doesn't really answer the question, why do you study so much? And there are a few sort of reasons behind it. One of them is for all the interests. Uh, I mean, it's it's fun to learn. I like to have things to think about in my head. I don't just like to sit there and do nothing. I'm a very fidgety guy. Uh, if, I, if, if I'm not fidgeting physically, then I'm usually fidgeting in my mind sort of thing. So that was uh, one, one thing. Um, I like to keep myself, my, my, my mind active, uh, and then I like to have something to show for the time I spent. Uh, and I've noticed uh, a lot of, I mean, I don't know if any of it's ever going to be worth anything, but I, I would rather, in five years' time, this is how I usually sort of think of it and I sort of explain it to other people, in five years' time, I would rather have, uh, you know, another, was it, ten, 10 blog posts per per month or you know another 100 another 50 blog posts per year so another 300 blog posts another 200 videos another uh i don't know 60 blender projects uh you know learn you know gone through another tech couple textbooks or something rather than have like uh, gone through like 60 beers or 600 beers or something like that or like 600 different bottles of whiskey i mean i'd like to try 600 bottles of whiskey or sips of whiskey you know maybe 600 sips of beer and things like that but i would much rather have something to show for it at the end especially like a cumulative process over time uh rather than nothing and even if i've heard people say that the stuff that i make sometimes i mean it doesn't it's kind of rough there, Stephen, sometimes. That's okay. At least it's there. And I'll tell you, I have progressed a lot more than uh, than back in the day. Um, and things are easier now to research. So it's, it's, it's very difficult for me to say no 
to say, well, let's just check this out, check that out. So recently, you'll have heard me talk about Python, talk about Blender, and then all of a sudden this week I'm talking about Unity, Unity, this game development. Well, those all sort of tie in together. They're not that disparate, and they're not too far removed from media production, such as film production, video production, and that's not too altogether different from music production. So all those things I've been doing for years... It's just variation. The technology's changed. Technology's gotten easier and all on one system rather than like 16 different systems. So in that sense, it's almost gotten easier for me to keep on studying, keep on learning, and keep on trying these things rather than, you know, just give up and go work in the field or something. I don't know. Uh, but that was sort of what I was thinking. Um I know, it's, it's one of these things like, what, why, why are you doing all this? What about the languages? Why are you studying Russian? Why don't you just spend more time with Chinese? I was very clear about this when I started Russian. Uh, first of all, I was supposed to study Russian four years ago, or five years ago, whatever it was. Uh, and things just didn't work out that, that time. I had to go back to Canada, and it disrupted my plans a little bit. Uh, but that, that, that's fine. Um, and I'll tell you, studying Russian was a welcome breather and a welcome distraction from learning Chinese. There's a point, uh, and most, I think just about all language learners will go through this, and I wonder if there's a tipping point. You know, the people who go on to become fluent in languages, if they sort of hit a wall, that if they just changed the language, just, just changed their focus for a little bit, and then came back to the language later on, not not be like, oh, I give up, or like, this is too difficult, but like, sort of shift I don't want to stop learning languages but I want to shift gears just for the moment just for the time being and then I'll come back to this and then you do I mean throughout this I, I, I can't deny it that I have um, sort of geared down on my <clears throat> Chinese studies in the last uh, over the summer basically um, but in the last three weeks and heading into this this vacation that I got going up it actually feels like I'm ramping up again, especially with the characters. Like, I want to get those done. Like, I know with, with what four weeks, that's f f 28 mornings. Uh, 28 mornings times half an hour, so it's 14 hours I can spend on these characters. I think I could do a pretty good uh, a dent in the HSK5, uh, what do you call it, uh, vocab vocabulary list. So that that was it. But with Russian, yeah, it was meant to, as a distraction uh, to keep my ma mind active in the language learning area uh, rather than giving up entirely and being like, yeah, no, I can't do this anymore. But uh, So that's the idea. And, and the idea of taking the Russian tests, that's my own sort of, well, why not? You know, I mean, is it that much of a step to take the Russian test than to just study Russian, you know, for, for fun on, on Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays sort of thing. Um, so that's sort of my, my long-winded answer of, like, why do you study so much? And I can also sort of attribute this uh, to my dad a little bit uh, because he was always a very busy guy. He had to be because uh, he, he had five kids. He and my mom had five kids. Uh, but I remember him, uh, I mean... I remember him at one point saying that 
I, I'm not sure how it worked, but it was because I was feeling stressed with all the things I had to do uh, for university and uh, the band and all these different things. And I was like, and how do you deal with all this? He's like, well, you have nothing else to do. You're living in your head. You have to go do something physical. You have to go. And he used to go outside in the evening to go fix cars. That was his sort of uh, physical, you know, uh, um, manual, tangible there's the progress. You're not just living in your head going, how do I write this essay? Okay, well, I figured out the introduction, but, you know, I haven't printed it out. Uh, I haven't ha submitted it yet uh, or anything like that. So working on cars was sort of a physical manifestation of like, there, that's done, you know, <laughs> or clean the garage or cut the grass, you know, then you can see it, something that you can actually see. Uh, whereas a lot of the arts and the creative arts, I mean, you spend months, days, mo days, months, years with these things percolating in your head. And at what point do you finally, you know, publish it and just get it out of your head? It's the same with, you know, even printing a blog post. One of the, one of the reasons I have that drop down calendar on my website is literally to mark how many posts I made in a month at that time. It's one. It's all for me. That one's not for you guys. That's for me to keep track of my <laughs> writing record, basically. Uh, so, and I'm. I, I do look at that number and go, "Wow, I haven't published this month," or "Wow, I only published two or three. What was going on at that time?" So, I do keep that uh, that drop down mostly for my myself. Uh, but yeah, with my dad, I mean, he used to be very busy fixing cars. He was into taxes and things like that. So. Uh, that is where I get a lot of my uh, sort of financial um, knowledge from, or at least my interest in it. So it's uh, he was a busy guy. I, w I was a busy guy in my 20s, largely because I you know, kind of wanted to get out of the house too. Uh, I didn't just want to be sitting around. He, he wouldn't let me just sit around. So I got busy. I had a couple jobs. and So I've always been very busy. It's just that now it's uh, a lot of these things. It's a lot of computer stuff that I'm busy with. I don't mind it. I like it. I like the challenge. Uh, I like thinking. I sometimes wonder. I, I do see some of these uh, these videos on YouTube. You know, stop being a student. You gotta be a producer. You know, stop living in your head, man. You gotta you gotta act. You can't just react and you know, those sorts of uh, cliche sorts of things or whatever. I go, yeah, that's all fine and well. And you know, even this week uh, I mentioned, you know, how long do you spend studying? before you actually do something? Uh, good question. <laughs> I don't know. I do know that coming up to a, a one-month vacation, I'm, you know, in my mind, I'm like, yes, let's do this. I got this. I can do so much this, this month. The reality is we'll see how much I get done uh, in the next four weeks because, uh, what is it, uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions? I don't know if this is going to lead me to hell, but I would like to actually get some, uh, you know, be productive this vacation. So, I mean, I got a lot to choose from. It's just about getting up early, not drinking so much, keeping the head clear, keeping focused, having a certain number of things I want to get done every day, and then checking those off. You know, making sure that I can uh, put the little check mark in the box sort of thing so it's, it's done and over. Anyway, that's what I was, <laughs> that was, I didn't, I hope I didn't go on too much about that uh, to her, but I mean, that was sort of the idea that was going through my mind. Anyway, I hope you guys are well. It's the end of the week here. We're going into the long weekend. Um, I'll try to post again on Monday. Uh, we'll see. 
but uh, yeah, hope you guys are doing well. Have a great week. Have a good weekend. And I will leave you with the sounds of Beijing as I try to catch the guy who sings outside. Have a listen. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.